Welcome to Democracy at Work, a podcast series created by McMaster's Pulsei students. I'm your host, Anoyo Abonu. Who works behind the scenes to help our democracy function? Our class is set out to find that out. From organizing elections to tackling misinformation, we're talking to real people with paying careers in the exciting field of democracy and elections and asking them, what is it like? Take a listen and maybe you can help democracy find a great McMaster mind. Hello and welcome to the Democracy at Work podcast. My name is Lucas Agnoletto. And my name is Armand Tarigno. Today we're going to be discussing our interviewee, Nick Hinsberger. A brief introduction for him. Mr. Hinsberger is a geographer currently working with the Geography Department for Elections Canada. Mr. Hinsberger expressed his long passion for geography and felt finding a job in that field through his studies in school would be best suited for him. Branching off, we decided to start from the beginning of Nick's journey into where he is today by bringing it back to his schooling. Nick attended a local Quebec university, Bishop's University. Lucas and I were a bit curious as to what made him choose such a school to attend. His answers made it very straightforward as to why he chose Bishop's, as he told us. Yeah, so my degree was environmental studies and geography. Um, I grew up in Quebec, and uh, tuition rates for Quebec residents at Quebec universities were like significantly cheaper than anywhere else. So um, I, I basically was only choosing between Quebec universities. Um, and there's three English universities in Quebec. So it's Concordia, McGill, and Bishops. Um, I applied to all three of those, got into all of them. And um, I guess part of the reason I picked Bishops was it's a it's a nice small school, which was kind of appealing. Um, also, there's a lot of family history there. Like my, my mom went to Bishops and all my aunts and uncles. And going back kind of like two or three, maybe even four generations, like everybody in my family went to Bishops. So... It was kind of like the just the natural choice. Reasonably so. I know for me personally, I can relate a lot of these things that Nick talks about. As for me, I chose Mac because it was close to my family as well, as my whole heritage basically went to the university. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. After learning about his motivations for school and how he ended up there, we were pushing towards the next step in his career. After university, Nick told us he was willing to take any job that was available to him, as any student fresh out of school would. However, he did have an interest as a geographer. But while I was there, it was um, I took a whole bunch of GIS classes and I really took to that. I think I was just kind of naturally sort of good with the, the GIS and the geomatic stuff. Um, and I found it really interesting. Um, but I didn't really have a uh, like a specific plan for for electoral stuff or anything. I, I just wanted to work with mapping. Um, and then the electoral boundary stuff all kind of fell into place when I when I started at Elections Canada. Hmm. Uh, but if I had gotten a job, you know, in the Department of Natural Resources or the Ministry of Transportation, like I, I probably would have taken that too, <laughs> right? So it's it just kind of a matter of chats. He eventually landed a job as a geographer with Elections Canada. There are certain parameters that are associated with the type of job as Nick breaks it down for us. Yeah, so I'll specify the Electoral Boundary Commission was just, it was a two-year contract, um, mm-hmm. right? So normally I work in the geography department at Elections Canada. Um, and that that's a little bit different, right? That's kind of, it's mostly maintaining our databases, right? So we keep a lot of our, um, we have to keep like our road network updated, all the polling divisions updated, the polling sites updated. Um, so it's a lot of 
uh, kind of database work. And then the Electoral Boundary Commission was two was two year contract. Um, so it was it's kind of weird how the, the government sets it up. Like it, it was a contract at Elections Canada where I was already working. And with his excellent work with the geography department, he eventually was offered a two year contract to work the Electoral Boundaries Commission. Nick was glad to be a part of this commission, seeing as a step up in his career and felt more pleasure being able to work with the government. Electoral Boundary Commission was, yeah, definitely been the highlight of that of the career so far. Um, and that was, yeah, the typical day there changed very much depending on what part of the process we were in. Um, so a lot of it was going to commission meetings, um, you know, with which Professor Bird was one of the commissioners, as I think both of you know. Um, then a lot of it was just experimenting with electoral boundaries and drawing them on the on the maps on my computer. Um, and then there was a whole a public consultation process. So there was a couple of months where we were traveling around the province, going to kind of meetings in different areas. Um, and then after that, we redrew the boundaries based on the public consultation. Then it went to Parliament um, and it went through the Procedural Affairs Committee. They wrote a report kind of criticizing our boundaries, and then we had to respond to that. Um, so there was kind of a lot of report writing during that phase. And then that ended about a yeah, I guess eight months ago, kind of last summer. And um, I went back to the geography department at Elections Canada, which, like I said before, is mostly database work. Nick elaborated further on the prominent differences between the fields of work, with the extra stresses and difficulties that came with working with the Electoral Boundaries Commission. Yeah, I think the geography department work really set me up for the electoral boundary stuff, uh, just because I knew all the technical stuff, right, like with how polling divisions work and and all of the software, the technical mapping stuff. Um, but definitely the Electoral Boundary Commission work was a lot more interesting. Um, I, I felt like I had to work at a much higher level because everything was getting you know, scrutinized by the public, right? Like after our, our proposal was released and our final boundaries were released, you know, there was tons of news articles about it. People were commenting on it all over Twitter. Um, and it was, the, the report went through Parliament, so it was getting scrutinized by the MPs. Um, so that that part of it was really exciting, and it it meant I had to, you know, I had to make sure everything was right and and done really well because there was so much scrutiny. Right. Uh, where a lot of the stuff in the geography department is kind of administrative stuff behind the scenes, right? Like nobody even really knows that Elections Canada has geographers, and if everything goes properly. Um, you know, nobody even comments on our work. Um, like it's very important, but it, it's it's not it's not seen or noticed by anybody. Mm -hmm. The public must have had a huge role on your guys' job during the elections commission, eh? Yeah, like, yeah. We had about two thousand submissions from members of the public. Um, I think we had petitions like upwards of you know, thousands of signatures. Uh, uh, yeah, that that part of it made it really fun, actually. <laughs> Nick further established the several distinct features that would come with working with the government on the commission's board in comparison to his regular day job as a geographer for Elections Canada. He runs down the distinctions by saying. Yeah, so initially uh, we have to or publish a proposal, right? So that's our initial report and it's kind of a draft of our boundaries. And then that then after the proposal phase, there is a public consultation phase. Right. And I think the law says we need to have at least one public meeting. Uh, most provinces do way more than that. Um, you know, we had 
oh, I can't remember the exact amount, but it was 20-ish um, public meetings and virtual meetings. Um, and then after the, the public consultation phase, we write our so-called final report, uh, where we kind of implement all the feedback from the public. And then that goes to Parliament. It gets tabled in Parliament. And then it goes through the Procedural Affairs Committee. And then the MPs can raise objections to our report. Um, through the Procedural Affairs Committee, um, and then the the MPs on the Procedural Affairs Committee will ask the the MPs who raise objections a bunch of questions about their objection, and then the Procedural Affairs Committee will analyze the um, you know the objections and their their interviews with the MPs, and then they release a report uh, with the objections, and then the Electoral Boundary Commission has 30 days to respond to those objections. Um, and then, you know, upon those 30 days, we release our final, final report. Um, and at that point, you know, some of the boundaries get changed based on the MP objections, uh, but generally not very many. As busy as his schedule may have seemed, Nick highly advocated for this type of work, and he enjoys it immensely. To end off, we asked Nick if he had some advice for students who are interested in pursuing the same career path as he did. And this is what he said. I think. Certainly having uh, a university degree really helps a lot. Um, having some experience with the mapping software, uh, especially, especially Esri's products like ArcMap um, really helps. Um, I, I don't think you can even get a job in, in our department if you don't have that. Me and Armand were glad to be able to have the opportunity to interview Nick. We felt like we've learned a lot from his experiences that he explained to us. And there's a lot for us to understand from what he taught us for our futures. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Democracy Works. You can hear the entire series on McMaster's podcast hub. If you'd like a job in democracy and elections, you might be interested to know that McMaster has a new CIVDEM interdisciplinary minor. The CIVDEM program equips students to work towards strengthening civic and democratic vitality, as well as electoral integrity. Learn more about CIVDEM and other interdisciplinary minors on the McMaster Intercession website. Thanks for listening. Thank you.